Yeah, I've been listening to this podcast. I think I told you about it, the American History Storytellers. Yeah. And, like, it's got, like, 14 seasons. Okay. And, like, every season, it, it well, the majority of the season, like, it picks apart um, a topic, and it just breaks it down, like, over six or seven episodes. Mm-hmm. And, like, just, like, things with history is tough because it, it's making me sad. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, because it's, like... Well, I'll, I'll give you an example. One of them was fucking. It was a six part series of the going out west or some shit like that. Yeah. And basically, like all this shit that happened, and like, like who? Um, like you know, expansion of America going out west and bullshit like that. Just, I guess what I'm trying to say is like history just keeps repeating itself over and over again. In what way? So even something as simple as during the prohibition, they were prescribing alcohol. The doctors would do a prescription for alcohol. Yeah. You know, um, just like medicinal marijuana. Uh-huh. Um, and also something else. Is oh, wait. There. They were <laughs> they were doing it knowing that it wasn't a medicine just to be able yeah. to. Oh, so because even, it's prohibition. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't just like cranks. and. No, it was it was during prohibition oh. uh, that the, the doctors would prescribe alcohol. That's hilarious. And, you know, and even, it got to the point where um, – they, Wait, are you they, say, are you saying my glaucoma is not real? Yeah, got to the point where <laughs> yes, I am. Um, where they even knew they would just like much how it is in how it was in California yeah. before. You know, they would just you know write it. You know, here's a prescription. To the point, even also like you know how some people go to Colorado because it's you know it's legal there. Yeah, and they'll partake in marijuana. They had the same thing. They had um, booze cruises. Uh, that would go into international waters. You uh, would drink there and then come back, or you would go to Cuba. It was big. You could have rum and stuff there. So you know, something as simple as that, as to something as simple as uh, the L.A. police were basically uh, patrolling the border of California, mm-hmm. not letting people in from. Um, this was during the, the Depression. Okay. Not letting people in from like the Ozarks, Oregon, and other places yeah. where it hit them hard, and that that dust bowl thing that happened, yep. um, they were like trying to flee, and basically they were saying if you don't have a job, you can't come in because you can't contribute to society. Wow. Very much similar to what the fuck's going on here, and like that's that's you know our own people, right? I mean, right. supposedly. I mean, I know it was different. You know, the states were probably a little bit more. Um, well, but that was only during what the nineteen thirties. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, states were probably not thought of as, you know, you know, we're not one nation yet, I guess. California, I guess, had just come into the Union, right? I don't know mm. when that happened. So I think the late 1800s, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think it was that late. Was it earlier? Uh, well, when, the, when was the gold rush? The 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, while, while we look that up, welcome no. to Broken Corners. Oh, welcome to Broken Corners. Um, that's Karen. <laughs> <laughs> that's Arondo. <laughs> And uh, this week, uh, we just, I'm, you know, I'm really just going to go into all this conspiracy. It's not conspiracy because it is history, but it's making me think like a, a conspiracy nut. So, like, you, <laughs> you know those people who, like, watch those those YouTube videos about conspiracies and they just keep going in? Yeah. I'm going in, but with facts. Into your own mind. I'm just going in with facts. Yeah. Um California became a state in September of 1850. 1850. Yeah. Because I wanted to say it, they had something to do with, uh, there was this guy, John Fremont from Michigan, mm-hmm. who was the first presidential candidate for the Republican Party. Okay. And they were very anti-slavery. Oh, okay. And I think he, it was something about 
oh, there was something about California with that. Oh, I don't oh, <laughs> was it a bad it, story. Well, when they expanded into California, wasn't it like they the big issue was should it be a, like a free state or not? Like something along those lines. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, because they always had to hammer that out every yeah, time. Yeah, every time. Like when they when they annexed Texas, it was all about what what is Texas going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, just listening, like listening to these podcasts, and like really just. Oh, he explored California. That was the connection. That's it. Okay. Yeah. So, one of the things that I, I relate to today is basically uh, there was a whole I think six part series on J. Edgar Hoover mm-hmm. and how he basically for about almost five decades was the director of the uh, FBI. And it's, you know... That should that should be a job with a term limit, right? Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the terrible things that he did, the accusation, just ruining people's lives. What was that term uh, for his... The, like, what he did to MLK, Jay? Uh, which one? Malacca What do you mean? The, like- there was some weird portmanteau where they jammed together... Oh, the, 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 the counterintelligence program was COINTELPRO? Yeah. 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 It, yeah. it was called what? Co- COINTELPRO. COINTELPRO. But oh. it was counterintelligence uh, program. Okay. Yeah. And that was just like taking as much information on any threat to, I guess, white society or the, you know, what they call the norm of that time. So it, it was everybody from Black Panthers, Young Lords, um, the American Indian Movement, which is AIM. Mm. The Young Lords is a Puerto Rican Black Panther style party. Oh, I've never heard um, of that. Who else? I mean, everybody. Just even artists. I mean, like you're talking about um, W.E.B. Du Bois, like even mm-hmm. like authors and, and people of that nature. Uh, just phone taps and followings and whatever. Like, you know, they knew that um, they already they figured out that uh, Martin Luther King was having affairs. And they sent tapes to his wife's house and basically saying... Hey, <laughs> was it because was it because of the era that they they knew that like journalists wouldn't run with it, so they could only try to blow him up personally. They couldn't really do it as a PR move. Yeah, they could. They, they figured they basically they wanted him to step down, or they would release that and then destroy his credibility. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, stuff like that. And I and I'm not naive. I I know that it may not be called COINTELPRO, but it's still happening. You know, yeah. Um, Just sort of the the blackmail of. Yeah, I mean, what was the Patriot Act, right? That's what it's that's what it is now. Yeah. Um, you know, and like, fine if if you're gonna do it. I, I, you know, I just hope that they're you know they're paying attention to these crazy you know Proud Boys group and all those other you know or anyone at a Trump rally. I hope they do facial recognition and keep that shit there because <laughs> some of those people are bound to do some hate crimes. Not all. I'm saying some. Large majority. Yeah, I, it's it's fascinating. But I guess what I was trying to say is how that reminds me. Of, so you have a man who's in, in a position of authority and a lot of, of authority being in that position way too long mm-hmm. to the point towards the end of his career. You know, he's kind of getting batty and crazy because when we get older, we're like 70 plus. You you know tend to do that. And it just reminds me of like how we in, in our society, we have all these old figures running the government mm. and they're so out of touch. With just like Mitch McConnell, guy has to go. Right. Our president clearly has to go. Nancy Pelosi, she has to go. I don't. Chuck I... Schumer, goodbye. <laughs> Who else? The other guy, Biden, bye bye, bye bye Biden. <laughs> Sanders. <laughs> How would you propose 
legislating that. I don't think that men like McConnell and Trump are going to be man enough, or I shouldn't say man enough because that's very gender biased, <laughs> um, strong enough, human enough, to a good-willed person enough to um, step aside. But I think that I, I would like to see in the Democratic Party people like, you know, the older to step aside and let maybe some younger individuals in. And I know that sounds like ageism, but I just think that, there is, you know, one of the issues that I had with AOC saying that she's those the four are being targeted because of their race. I, I, I do think that they're not that I think that was a, not a good time to pull the card. Mm. I but she is right about them being targeted. They're being targeted because of the, they're young and there is a level of age discrimination that's going on and, and a war between youth and people who are, are they're not even, they're not even, let's not even say old. They're just positioned in the party so firmly that they don't bend or they're not willing to consider what bending looks like. Right. Well, just the, you know, we've talked about this before. Like, I think, I think if you, if you grew up with Obama as your president or in, <laughs> you, you kind of didn't, you, you're like, no, that's just the way it is. Right. It's not reasonable to. Yeah, that's true. I mean, take some of these other positions, right? It. I mean, it's really difficult because just you know, Trump, McConnell, people like that, they're not going to do what? their their whole their whole gig is about maintaining their power. Maintain, yeah. It you know at any true. at any cost, and I don't I don't know. I mean, I think. It it's hard to lose your, you know, senators indifferent, indifferent. So like your your senators and your other um, federal level representatives because you do, you know, they've been in those committee positions for a long time, yeah. and so you would really have to change the whole, the whole system. But also, it, I mean, are there no are there no sort of younger uh, most likely white Republican men of about the same age as the squad are. Yeah, there are, but they, I don't know who they are. I guess because, that guy, what's they're not thing? going after them for their age. No, but they, they fall in line, right? There's no, uh, if there is any dissension, it's not much, I mean, I'm sure there is some dissension, but they don't seem, and I watch Fox news yeah. as, just to study what other people are thinking. I mean, I do think it's especially jarring to the authoritarian right to have young female uh women of color women, yeah women of color not towing the line like i think it it does trigger things for them that yeah. of like based of that it's you know that they're they're out of place yeah but i mean I, I i think it should jar the right it shouldn't jar the left and it's sometimes i think it does i think that they're i i feel like some of the old stalwarts feel threatened that their position is threatened um, I don't know. But when, when AOC was first elected, I mean, we kept having conversations about whether or not she was going to play the game enough she's, to get things done. And, and she's playing the game. Yeah. And, and that, and, and, and this is something else that drove me insane. You know, I don't need my presidential candidates, 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 candidates. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't need my, uh, you know, presidential candidates seeking a nominee from AOC. You know, I talk about like, oh, we're not going to play the old way. 
you're playing it the old way, you know. Wait, what? Doing what? Like, you know, like how Harris and Sanders and they're all, and even Warren, they're all like trying to get AOC support. Uh, oh, like an endorsement. endorsement. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, if smart money would be for AOC to be like, you know what? I'm not going to make a decision right away and, you know, not be courted. You know, like the, the courting and the lobbying or whatever, it's, 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 I find it funny because you're trying to say that we want to stay away from it, but we're just doing the same thing. It's never going to change. Now I'm down. <laughs> and I'm pissed. I don't know. It's, yeah, this, yeah, I mean, I, I find history fascinating. I do love history. I just, every time I'm like, God damn it, we're going through the same thing. God damn it, we're putting people, you know, like, um, the prohibition was basically immigrants. Uh, from Eastern, that second wave of immigration that came from like Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. they felt like that they were drinking too much and too much crime. And, you know, <laughs> that was the thing. And, and it wasn't them. It was just, it's what was happening. And they just needed to find blame for people. And, um, yeah. we kind you know, it's the same thing that's happening today. It's like, we need to find somebody. I, oh, there they go. Put him, put him down, put him down. Don't let him come in. You know? Yeah. I don't know. But can I ask going back to the age thing? I don't think age is necessarily an indicator that you're going to be out of touch. No, um, it's not. And in, in what, like, what do you think that's a function of? I don't think it's about being out of touch. I just think that when, for someone like Biden, mm-hmm. when he starts talking and he starts talking, he's been in the system so long, you could literally see his history. So when he starts talking about, you know, working working problems over with segregationists you should know you should be a little bit more in touch with what's going on today that maybe you shouldn't say that you know what i mean like i don't even want to get into sanders because <laughs> i need him to step aside um you know but pelosi all right so i felt like she should have never been nominated to speaker of the house yeah and she called in a lot of favors to get that position but here she is See, here's me, and now here I'm playing devil's advocate. Just be clear, when I said yeah, what I meant was yes, I know. I know you felt that way. Um, What I'm also playing devil's advocate, it's also very safe for someone to vote against something Mm -hmm. as a protest vote, knowing that 99% of the people are going to vote the other way. Yeah. So there is that. It's, you know, I'm not going to, like say that she's a hero or the four of them are heroes. They voted because they knew where it was going. They could, they can maintain their credibility, their street cred and be like, yeah, I voted. Wait, and and what specifically? Uh, What was that vote that, that, that she said only the four people. Oh Lord. What was that for? That was recently. The the green deal. Was that it? I don't remember. Mm. I don't know. It was something with four votes. It annoyed them. I don't know. I have... I'm old and I'm out of touch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of touch because I've stopped even reading the Times summary when it comes in the morning. I just delete the email. You just delete it's it. It's just part of my getting ready for work process. Right. I delete that email it's now. Like check, delete email. Yeah. No, it's fine. I just, you know, I, I think I'm just worried that this there's so much infighting that we're not going to get this man out of office. Yeah. But I think the infighting is good at the same time. But then I'm just worried, like, how do we... Yeah, I don't know. I I guess goal number one is get this guy out and mm-hmm. fix everything afterwards. I'm not sure. Because I'm really tired. <laughs> and they just brought back death penalty. 
Who? The this guy. Bar. A federal death penalty? Yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, I didn't hear like, that. Yeah, so like now it's it's good again. <laughs> I guess I didn't I didn't ever think about federal death penalty versus states. Huh. That's so weird. It, it, but as as far as people being out of touch, what would you do about it? Just I mean, say you've I mean it's a voting it's a democracy, right? We vote people in, so yeah. clearly we have no And and the thing too is the you know who can be counted on to vote? The seniors. older people. Yes. It's true. I can definitely be counted on to vote a lot more than I used to. And I imagine that'll increase because, you know, yeah. No, you're right. You I lose mean, your power in day-to-day life more. You're going to actually participate. You have the time to participate. Yeah. And I don't want to sound like – listen, I don't want to sound like I think every person who's a certain age is out of – I'm not saying that. It's just it seem, tends to be the people who are protecting the status quo mm-hmm. are usually older white men Yeah, who just – don't have the best interests of the people, but think they do. I mean, do you, at least, do. do you at least give do you at least give Biden and Sanders credit for being well intentioned? I do, for what it's worth. I do, but I th- I do think that yeah. I mean, I do. I'm not saying that Biden and Sanders are evil. I mean, I I, I do think that they should you know be more in the mentor phase of their lives, as you know, then they're definitely not on par with um, Senator Emeritus. Yes. That's that's what I've come up with. <laughs> they're um no, they're not on par with like the evil that is those like your you know, when you show when they show the picture of like Trump and all those like old white dudes standing behind him. <laughs> um that's a scary and they're all like there's no women. They're all white men. Yeah. And there's definitely not a person of color in there at all. And the per- if there is ever a person of color, I guess Ben Carson is the the token oh person God. of color, right? Um, you have to be worried about that person as well. Yeah. Um, and even like the... Um, he just looks like he escaped from a Chappelle show sketch. That's what I always think. Like he escaped and he's... Because of his age, like he's just been on the run ever since Chappelle got canceled. Yeah. I, or Chappelle ended. What's his deal? He was a doctor? Yeah. Was he a brain surgeon? Oh, I don't see how that could be possible. Didn't he? <laughs> didn't he? Didn't he own like a pizza business? Or was that someone else? That was the other guy. Um, oh no! Now I'm con- just conflating oh, black people who run for office. But... No, it's not Morgan Freeman. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> Morgan Freeman had a pizza business. No, uh, oh Jesus Christ! It's the guy Papa John. No, Papa John. No, that's that's Papa. isn't he a kid toucher? <laughs> no, he's not. No, what did he get in trouble for recently? Your queen's <laughs> accent on Kid Toucher is the best. A Kid Toucher? Isn't he a Kid Toucher? Huh? He's not a Kid Toucher. I should, uh, I don't know. I should, yeah, should probably delete that. No, no it's the subway guy who's the guy arrested for a child porn. Yeah. Not the owner, but the. Jared. Yeah, the the guy, the, you know, the. Mr. Big Pants. The mascot. The mascot. <laughs> he spent his life trying to get into smaller pants. Um, oh. Not my joke, but it's funny. <laughs> Oh no! Oh God! Yeah, that is Herman Cain. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the guy. Who, he was a Looney Tune too. Oh yeah, he's he's he's. Oof, God bless him. He's crazy. I don't know. I I. You know we we talk about like <laughs> we're always saying things are getting shittier. Um, are things getting better? <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know, but I I mean I guess I just sort of like uh lost my belief in progress. Okay. Uh Oh, I just started using this really nice app that just dinged at me and distracted me, but it it's like a um this is how bad it is. <laughs> I, I I lost track of everything just this, this app. This is how bad it is that the Karen, the queen of cynicism, I'm using this app where, like, every two hours, it pops up this affirmation that I picked out of the available affirmations, which I, I did something that was something like... What are you being... What What is... What is... What is... So, like, it's just a cute little thing what that pops say? up. It says, I fully enjoy every small pleasure. Oh. And then to get it to go away, I say thanks, because oh. I feel thankful for that. And so... That in the in the face of all of this, I guess that's been one of my responses to be like, okay, so what do I continue to what what do I continue to value right in smaller ways? So no, I don't think things are getting better. But and I now can't remember if we just talked about this last week, but the the whole thing with Trump tweeting "Go back home" to to those four women, yeah, I just it it's so it's so disheartening. Which is such a cheesy thing to say, but, like, the idea that people aren't excited about having those women in office, yeah. and instead, you know, that's that's what they're being galvanized yeah. by. I, I think, um... It's so disheartening. AOC missed a point to make a joke about that she is home, and she's trying to make change, but the asshole dictator just won't leave office. Yeah. You know? Because... She can't. I mean, Puerto Rico is part of the U.S. Right. There is, there is no, what home? You know, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't know. I do well, think, do you think that was a media stunt that when, uh, Elon went home, do you think that was set up by her own, like, her little, what? When, when she went back home to Minneapolis and Elon Omar and they had, when so many people showed up? Yeah. This is how, like, cynical I am. I mean, I don't, I don't imagine it was completely organic. (laughs) All right. I'll take that. (laughs) I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I don't imagine most photo ops are organic, but when there's that kind of, I'm sure there were a lot of people who, I'm sure it was pretty easy to mobilize her base to come out in support of her. Did somebody get in touch with them and tell them the time and the place? Probably. Yeah, this is happening. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's welcome her home. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, it, I mean, you have a chief of staff for a reason. Yeah. Oh. So, like, the idea of history repeating itself, does that seem like it's in opposition to progress to you? Yes. Or is it... I, I don't know why this keeps occurring to me as a comparison, but you know how... Um, like there are all those cons with different names that have been around for like a thousand years. Like there are long cons and short cons. Like oh, there's okay. the the bishops of violin, or you know, yeah, all kinds of stuff like that. It just sort of reminds me of the idea that doctors now are running the same scam with their prescription pads on pot as they ran on alcohol during right. prohibition. There's something kind of just. Almost like charming to me in that, that like the human race. Right. I mean, we may not be coming up with new ways to run game, but we're always still trying to run game. Right. We're always trying to scheme, right? Yeah. There's, always, there's always a scheme, right? Yeah. Or get the people what they want. Yeah. 
be. Who's a mup? Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's entrepreneurship, right? And that's, yeah, that's wonderful. That, it's America. That's uh, so. That is the thing. Is that if we also. I keep thinking about incentives, too. Right. So for older people in power, there is no incentive for them to relinquish it. Okay, yeah. And for people making money off of human misery, there is no incentive for them to desist. Right. Other than Jiminy Cricket. And he's just not chirping at him, it seems like, you know? So so is the way... And that's why every time... Like, you know how people get kind of sneery sneery about starbucks of you know oh they're uh, like they're they're just pandering to yeah. you know different ways they run their company or different political stances they've taken it's just pandering right i don't care yeah at least you're trying they are a massive corporation and the end result is the same yeah they're still giving benefits you know they to their staff yeah. they treat lgbt people with respect when there are incidents Things go badly. They shut. They actually shut down and mm. try to do trainings. I I don't know that. I mean, that's the thing. If like if money is the motivator that saves us, right. I don't care. That's. I mean that that's always was always was sort of the theory I took comfort in about climate change. Right. Was that if New York's going underwater, the rich people will finally do something. Mm. And I know that oh, we'll just move further in, and maybe that will happen. But I always thought like the, I mean, the amount of money that real estate in New York is worth on a square foot basis, <laughs> people don't right. want to lose that. Yeah, you, you know the resource of that. There has to be an incentive if that's what it takes. If it's just straight up, you know, venality. Right. Okay, that's fine. I mean, it doesn't – we don't have to be pure on our way to surviving. No, we just got to survive. Yeah. Well, for me, like the thing with like what you were saying about Starbucks, if a corporation – it's, it's it, it goes like this. If you don't love me, lie to me, right? Yeah. So like if, if you at face value, you want the face of your corporation to be – to look progressive, to be this, and you're making – and they are making and right. like billions of dollars. Yeah. That's fine. At, at least it, on a small front, there is something being done. And I also take comfort in the fact that it indicates that the billions of people giving them money every day right. are progressive. Yeah. Like they – that's the agenda that those people want. Listen, everyone there's, – there's money to be made on both sides. You know? <laughs> there really is. There are fine people <laughs> everywhere. No, there's, there's – That's not what you were saying at all. No, I'm just saying that. like if – as soon as they figure out a way for – Con Ed to get hooked up with – Con Edison is our electrical supplier. Get hooked up <laughs> with solar and make a bank off of that, they'll start implementing solar panels. You yeah. know what I mean? Like as soon as it's – Well, it's, I, I mean in New York, we have the the option of signing up with right. with green providers yeah. that just use the mm-hmm. the network from Con right. Ed. So I've been, I've been on one for like two or three years. Oh, my God. <sighs> What? All, the only reason I'm on one is because I went to a movie one time and they were signing people up outside I think, of it. I think Tracy signed us up, but I think they were like really overcharging us. Oh, really? I'm not really sure. I'm going to get them fired. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. No, but like I, I just think like, like why not make money off of progressive things? Yeah. You know, like why not? I don't know. Like why do you have to be such a terrible person? Like. I don't know Amazon's true true working conditions. I've heard terrible stories, but I mean, talk about a company that can afford to be high paid jobs, you know, high, you know, or at least you know a living wage salary to the employees with benefits, and maybe they do have that. I don't know, mm-hmm. but some of the stories coming out do not, you know, 
say that. That's that. I mean, Jesus. I mean, how, how many times does? I mean, I go on Amazon daily. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm not buying anything, but I'm just looking to see maybe. Hey, I forgot that I wanted something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I like. There's so many companies that can afford to be. It can actually provide the wealth to this nation and pump like wealth back into it. You know, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, well, different times where we've talked about you know the immigration issue, we this idea. I I am not saying it's not complicated, but also if things have changed, then let's take another look and come up with policies to address it. Yeah, and to say the people who are here in this country have resources. <laughs> The idea that we don't have enough to find, put a system in place to address this migration right. crisis. It, I mean, I, I just don't know how. Yeah, I, I don't. I've said this before. I don't, I don't know how you can pretend. Oh, it's a Christian nation that we have to maintain, and you're not willing to put even, <laughs> you know, two percent of the resources of the nation. Right towards helping people who are in crisis. If you reduce the military budget by a certain amount, I'm not saying a lot, you could do a lot of things. If you tax <laughs> Jeff Bezos 0.05%, sure. you could pay for you could pay for everything. Hey, here's here's an idea. Hey Jeff Bezos, go make a big ass factory and mm-hmm. provide work visas to all those adults who are there and then build and also like them. a neighborhood for for them and employ them and they'll work and you can work something out. Yeah. You know, it's... But the idea that this country, you know, we eventually expanded coast to coast, but there are still large parts of the country that are not full. Vacant. (laughs) Vacant. And... You can just go upstate. Like, you don't even have to, um, you don't even have to, like, go very far. Like, you can just drive two hours upstate and, like, there are big pockets of land that are just sitting there. It just feels like I've got some... I want, and I want potentially to get more, and I definitely don't want to lose anything I have. When are you ever? When are we satisfied? Never, never. Yeah. And I'm certainly not ever satisfied. Like I always want to get paid more. That's totally. It, no, for me, honestly, like Point if I light. didn't have like a couple of loans that I got, everything would be fine. <laughs> I like how we both start talking out the corner of our mouth. A couple of loans. A couple of loans. No, um, yeah. I just like also like if someone told me that I can help out somebody by not like getting an increase in my salary and if that if that was true because i know it's not but i mean yeah why not like <laughs> you know like why like there are a lot of suffering people like and you don't have to go far you don't even have to go those people in detention centers are definitely suffering but i mean you can even go to any jail like, up the block to a jail to no the, there was we had talked back in the winter when it was, you know, sub-zero temperatures yeah. here and there was a federal prison that's three or four blocks away from where I live and they had had an electrical fire. So then they had no heat yeah. for days and days and days in sub-zero conditions. And just before the heat wave last weekend, they had another electrical fire and they had no cooling. And except in common areas during that, you know, it felt like 111 degree right. heat. Can you and like just I just can't imagine being in in a, in a box in a box, yeah, in a concrete box, just baking. Jeez, yeah. No, I mean no. we don't treat. So there, yeah, there people are people don't treat people right. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's. I know, and I'm like I don't I'm I'm sure I sound preachy, which I don't I don't mean to because I. 
there are plenty of my life choices that people could question. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Well, let's uh, talk about those life choices. <laughs> but so I don't know. I mean, if we if we did try to if we did say let's as a country decide what our values are and hopefully arrive at the try to help people. We're not going to, but if, I mean, if, even if we did, then actually implementing those things in a competent way, right. that would be pretty challenging too, which doesn't mean that it's not worth trying. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know what, like, you know how hard it is to run government and run bureaucracy and have actually I, have the end result be what you want it to be. Yeah. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, know. But I imagine that most people go in with like a great idea that they think is great. It probably has a lot of backing and then it comes out way different on the other end of it. Like yeah. you put it on a conveyor belt, it goes through this machine or whatever and it comes out like that's what I said. Like that accomplished 1% of what I was going for. Yeah. I mean, listen, there are a lot of smart people. I, I, I know there are. I keep saying this and I'm sure they can – if they really – I think if, cha- if people really want to change, people with power have to really want change. Because the people with power don't want change. You know what I mean? They want, what is it that Mark says? He says that in order to, re- in order to reproduce your stat- the status quo, you have to basically reproduce all the things that keep you there. So whether it's oppression and whatever, like you basically always have to reproduce the same situations. Mm. So therefore, you know, capitalism is never going to change because it always has to reproduce. But that's why we have to commodify our values. <laughs> we have to. We have well, to, to make them. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, and they. I mean, they pretty much. Are, they pretty much are right. I mean. Yeah. You know, um, the Pride Parade, right? Um, it had all those sponsors, those like uh, corporations, and I was yeah. just like, "Holy shit! Way to like get in there and like." commodify it, normalize it. And I'm sure there was people pro didn't they they had a second parade, right? A I don't protest know. parade? I don't know. I mean, you know, it's 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 like anything. It's I, like I I read posts I read posts from um a, a drag queen that I follow talking about how how it ended up being so poorly poorly mm. spaced out. Yeah. That they it went on for like two to three times longer than it should have. <laughs> and uh the float that she was supposed to be on, like she had painted in the airport in Chicago at four o'clock in the morning in order to be on the plane ready to come from LaGuardia to get to the parade. And then just sat in the holding area for like five, six hours. And then by the time she was on the float for an hour and a half was like, I have a gig tonight. I got to go. go. Yeah. That, that parade went on till 11 or something. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. No, I mean, so like she was saying, people are proposing that, you, if you want to have like say Chase Bank float in the Pride right. Parade, then they should be working with the Trevor Project during the year, mm-hmm. and so it's yeah. Trevor Project mm-hmm. supported by Chase Bank. Yeah, sure, it's not just you know One Chase Bank kicking it, yeah. yeah, kicking it in the yeah. Pride Parade to look good. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> I'm, I'm sure they do donate, you know, to different yeah, different no, groups, I- but it, but it is funny how. It took it took that you know very indie route parade and turned it into yeah sponsored by yeah everybody. yeah it's really weird I mean on <laughs> on one hand you know through commodification through things like that conditions become sort of normalized mm-hmm. but on the other hand it's like you don't want your cause to be marketed like that you know what I mean so like it, it's it's like you know 
Ellen on TV reaching out to Middle America, and you know she's openly out, you know, lesbian, and it's like, yeah. oh, Middle America's like, oh, there's Ellen. She's the only gay person I know. This is what probably this is my That's opinion. What they think, yeah. You know, and it's the same thing with Oprah, right? Oprah is a black woman, and she shows up in in homes all across America, yeah, to white audiences, and they, it kind of normalizes having a black woman in your house. Obligat- I guess obligatory Cosby Show reference. The yeah. Cosby's, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, I mean, it's it's I guess how things change, but it's it's a weird way of like. It's a weird thing of progress through marketing and commodification and stuff like that. Yeah. It, it feels icky, I think, is what I'm really trying to say. Have you – I kind of can't imagine that you have, but have you ever read this book called Cause Celeb by no. Helen Fielding? No. She's who wrote the Bridget Jones oh, okay. books. Why um, did you think that I never read that? Because – yeah. <laughs> it's it's actually – it's really good, though. I think you okay. would like it. Uh, it's about – it's about this girl, I think, working at a PR fund who mm. she's having an affair with her older boss and then things get really ugly. And so she takes off and she goes to Africa and works for an NGO. Mm-hmm. And it's during the sort of late 80s, early 90s, you know, famine relief era mm. for Africa. And I don't know if you if you know this. I, I mostly do just because my company, you know, we have global offices and, and our other we're dual headquartered in New York and London. Right. So our London office is, I used to write our internal website content mm-hmm. and, you know, they were just always doing charity donations all the time. Like the UK has this very distinct mm-hmm. culture of charitable giving yeah, yeah. that they're sort of, you know, pulled together all for one, one for all. But it's also very commodified. Yeah. It can be at least. I, I mean, I don't. I think of my company like where they all wear jeans and kick money into a bucket together. That you know, that's yeah. nice. Um, but so that's that's kind of where this book goes. Is that this little NGO that they're running? Conditions are getting really dire um, as far as their camp has been cut off mm. um, because of military activity on the border of the two countries that they're on, and so. She ends up using all of her PR connections mm-hmm. to do this sort of like if um, like Tyra Banks or Naomi Campbell came and did a, a telethon kind right, right, of right. thing. And it's the whole thing is it's so disgusting. But yeah. at the same time, they're all trying. They're trying to save, right. you know, dying babies with bloated stomachs with right. flies on them. Like the quintessential yeah. sort of African um, worst case scenario is what's happening. Right. It's a good book. It's, it's cause celeb. Okay. Yeah, and it's all, but it, it's also sort of, right. you know, like if if Bridget Jones was in that position, jaunty. It's a little jaunty. Uh, I I do realize that I'm contradicting myself mm. by saying that I hate that, and then also saying that do it. Um, you know, if you love, if you don't love me, lie to me. Um, <laughs> but I I guess if you're gonna do it, it's it's like wrestling. Oh, bring it. <laughs> um. Those who do it well mm-hmm. can make you believe that it's a real fight. Okay. And those who do not do it well, you go, this is the worst shit I've ever seen. So basically finding the balance of bullshitting so well mm-hmm. that you've convinced me, that you've taken me. And you're like, wow, this this really is a good – even though you know in the back of your brain, you go – That's you know. like a rom-com. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's uh, – I guess what I'm waiting for is – for, I guess, the commodification of Latinos. So then we can be like, oh, 
middle American could be like, they are okay. We can get them out of the detention centers. <laughs> like, the oh, one- you need a brand uh, ambassador. Yeah. So, like, you know. Oh, who would who would that be? So, I, I remember you've in already the- got Sofia Vergara. Sama Hayek. Um, oh, so pretty. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> remember, like, in the 80s? Do you remember that movie, Born in the East L.A.? No. Do you know what it's about? No. So, it's about um, Cheech. <laughs> Oh. Right, he is hanging, and he gets collected by, um, like what ICE was called back then. Uh, I, what was the name of it? Homeland Security. No, they weren't. It was like Imigada. Imigada, Imigada. But like they, um, so he gets collected. La Mitra. Yeah, <laughs> he gets collected, but he's an American citizen. Mm-hmm. I know, and I think in the movie he doesn't speak Spanish. And they take a, it's, it's almost like Madagascar where they take the zoo animals and put them back in the safari in Madagascar. Oh, he gets that. collected, uh, in, in like this raid mm-hmm. and they put him back in Mexico. And he's just like, the whole movie is just like about like him, like I, you know, try, I guess trying to find his culture and his roots, but yeah. like he's, you know, like not, he's, you know, he's an American citizen and it's, it's something like that. So how will we do that today? And who would be the one? I don't know if I, <laughs> I don't know if I understand the tie on that. I don't either. I just I think we need a movie like that. <laughs> is what I'm saying because then you uh-huh. you take somebody who you put him in the culture, so you yeah. let them see. You you have to let Middle America see that uh, Mexicans or or Hondurans or Guatemalans that that they're our pals are just normal people who want yeah. the same thing that everybody wants. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you have to make a movie about that, normalize them, uh, and then then change will come. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I don't think the movie Coco did its job is what I'm getting at. <laughs> it sure did it for a lot of Latinos. <laughs> oh, that movie was good. <laughs> 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 oh, I only know this from This American Life, but um, when that happens in real life, when they send people back who don't speak Spanish, mm-hmm. they generally end up working in call centers. It's so true. Like, there are whole groups of expat right. Americans who have been deported just <laughs> that, you know, like, they're not really Mexican. Right. And that's that's the thing that they're best at is that they can... Mm. They can speak English in a call center. Well, that and it goes back to California. And this is something else I just thought about during the American history tellers thing. Uh, when they did make it a state and people started going west, mm-hmm. um, the people who were like living there, who were like kind of like basically some were Anglo, some were Mexican, some were Anglo, like they, they were just living together. There was no issues. Yeah. But then, like, of course, the Americans wanted land and started like basically. Pushing people this out. This land is mine. Exactly. And they're like, they're like, what are you? Are you, um, American? They're, uh, no, I'm, yes, I'm Californian. Like, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it, it really is. I, I will say this and I want to end with this. <laughs> Cause no, I do. For everyone who voted for Donald Trump, the first time I will give you a pass. However, if the past four years did not fucking show you anything, and you still decide to vote for Donald Trump because you think that you you are a Republican and like it's not a fucking sports team. You're allowed to cross the aisle. Don't fucking vote at all. Um, really consider what you're doing because I, 
I really think that like the dog whistle racist, all that bullshit has to leave. And if you vote for it again, you're supporting it and you are just as fucking guilty. May I? Hot take? (laughs) I mean, I, I think they love it. I so I really really doubt that anybody who voted for him the first time isn't just delighted. <laughs> Maybe you're right, but I mean then because you know how people are like saying, "But I'm not a racist." Mm-hmm. But you are electing to support someone who clearly mm-hmm. fucking is and has a history and always was. Yes, has a history of it. Yep. And you know the hoopla and the the celebrity status. Like I said, I'll give you a pass the first time. The second time, nah. Yeah. I, I, I. No, but all those, all those racist tweets, they, his uh, approval rating went up. I know. I don't. People know. love it. People do. I'm sad now. <laughs> <laughs> we started uh, with anger. We're gonna we end with, with sadness. That's usually how it is. Yeah. Because what is isn't anger like? Anger what is, is depression turned in. Anger I, I, is sad. Yeah, anger uh, is depression tur- or I'll, sadness turned inward. Oh, dep- depression wait. is anger turned inward. Right, and it's you. Anger is depression turned outward. Nope, there's just the anger one. Anger is that outward. <laughs> it's like a rhombus. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> I okay. I'm gonna. I want to. Here's what I would like to end. Can you give on. us an affirmation of the day? Oh, well, I already read out the, the affirmation I'm using. So this app is called Tubi, T0, T-0-0. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, T-O-O. <laughs> stroke. I'm having well, it's, one. It's a belated it's, heat stroke. T- yeah. Tubi, two. <laughs> T-O-O-B-B-E. But, yeah, you can, pick, you can pick whatever affirmation floats your boat. Here, you pick you pick an affirmation. Okay. I'm going to pick one, guys. So the idea is that, like that you you pick one and it actually it should sho- be confidence. <laughs> it shows it to you. It's the same affirmation over and over, but it actually does it it kind of is lifting things up for me a little bit. I don't feel confident enough to choose one of these. Oh no. Like, how about loving life then? Oh, well, let me How about gratitude? <laughs> How do you turn this off? I didn't like it, and I'm nervous about it. Oh, no. Well, Armando didn't pick one. I accept all life's changes. Surprises, I think, was one of them. Surprise? It's a surprise? Surprises. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's so it's it's easy with things feeling so shitty to not realize, you know, like to not focus on how good my life is. And it can feel weird because when you see other people yeah. suffering so clearly... Yeah, it's true. Um, but even even without how hot it was, still had a nice weekend last weekend. Yeah. Did some karaoke in the heat. It was great. <laughs> yeah, I mean... We, what did you do last weekend? Last weekend, I was upstate mm-hmm. with Tracy's parents. We had A-frame. A frame. We had a lovely dinner. And then I came home, and it was hot. <laughs> and then I said... Karen, do you want to do this? And because it's really hot, yeah. And I was like, because I don't like doing things in the heat. Uh-uh. That was actually two weekends ago. It was two weekends ago. <laughs> I remember now. Kayfabe. 
<laughs> we gotta end this. It's 52 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Give you the world. <laughs> Alright, guys. Well, thank you for uh, listening again. Um, you can find us on all forms of social media. Just go to brokenpornet.com to find those social media uh, places. Um, you can email us. And you could uh, drop an email and tell us what's up. Yeah. All right. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.